0: This meeting is being recorded. Yeah, that's a good DP. All right, Kitsch. First of all, I survived Miami. He's alive. I survived. That was a feat in and of itself. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: my mother and grandmother came to town, and I'm alive as well.
0: Well, you know what? My house is extra clean. (laughs) 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 Um, we had we had some fun in Miami. We we all know that, <clears throat> but um, it's one of those things where like if you were there, you're there. What happens in Miami stays in Miami. Listen to you should, you, should, um, you should like put that on uh, like billboards and stuff. I'm thinking about making a t-shirt <laughs> and selling t-shirt them t-shirts. in like
1: Vegas or something.
0: Speaking of a t-shirts. We had the debut of the Threesies t-shirt that FOMO has made for 33s. Hell yeah, which is amazing. Okay, we he also rocked a Monsters Bob Robertson T-shirt that he made. We had uh, our first appearance of merch in the franchise era. The cat moms were giving away uh, hoodies and T-shirts. Whoa! Um, Oh yeah, and uh, and the Elephant Men, particularly uh, Retro, who runs the lifestyle. We're giving away lifestyle t-shirts, which are pretty fucking hot. Gotta admit it. <laughs> and elephant men caps. And the elephant men caps, you only gave them to to elephant men, and then I got one honorarily. Honor um, I saw a picture yeah, of those. They're fucking sweet. They they're are really cool. So it's neat. It's really neat for me to to see that happen in and of itself. You know, I, I it's not me. I'm not running the merch. I don't do that. It's organic. I, I like, I like, people. yeah, it's very organic. So that's that's a fun thing. Um, came back and Dino got a, a little sick, and apparently I picked it up. So I'm I'm under the weather today. Voice is a little rough, but um, some of you still like that raspy threes. <laughs> I know. Uh, we should we should make, be sure and tag raspy threes in this one Kitsch, because there are people that seek it out. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> we're we're. Well, more than halfway through the World Cup now. Had some great games today. Holy shit. Wow. This is what it's all about. <clears throat> the Grotto gets society. The Grotto's in there, you know, uh, on the edge of their seat with every every last second of the game. It's pretty, pretty intense today. <clears throat> both went to PKs. Wow. Who could have thought? Went to PKs. Um, thrilling finishes on both of them in, in, in extra time or regular time, right? And, and on top of that, the grotto is really getting a sense now. I think, I think we figured it out. The last time we talked, just the two of us, we talked about participation being really key, right? Really important to everything I do. And then, of course, we go off to Miami where it's full-blown participation, living in our lives, living in our, in our personas. Um, now. One thing I will say is never again, this is Ratro's mandate, and I agree with it. Never again will we do an IRL grotto during an event or an event during an IRL grotto. Whew. Too much overlap there. A lot a lot of moving pieces.
1: Yeah, because you have to do a lot of spreadsheets and shit, but you have to like entertain people and talk to people and hold babies
0: and sign movies. I, I held a baby. You better have. Uh, also shot out first ever grotto breastfeeding scene. Uh, I walked down the stairs and uh, I'm, I'm staring at, at uh, nipples All right and things picked up around here and then I saw the baby so that <laughs> happened yeah literally I was upstairs I came downstairs and there was breastfeeding so
1: it's natural it's natural
0: it's I' hey I'm fine with it and I appreciate it in all its forms uh, I do. But um, it's way too much for me to to deal with an event while that's going on. Duality of nipples. But I did it. I did it. I mean, we made it through. Uh, I even did a little painting while I was down there. Uh, Yeah, and that's what we're going to be talking about today, I would imagine. We're going to talk about these new paintings. um, Particularly uh, what we're calling the event tokens and the participants.
1: And it it seems like the um, event tokens can be used for calling a game, either a win or a loss. And then the participant tokens you got for participating at various levels throughout the event. And then we saw a new kind of participant token that was awarded to just people who actually won the bet that they placed,
0: which is a cool little wrinkle. Right. And that's, that's the idea of, of, even in the description there, I talk about the fact that, you know, participation is key, but sometimes I expect you to thoughtfully and, you know, uh, decisively participate, like understand what you're doing, take the time to figure out. And you did, I I said this to the ground. I'm like, Hey, pardon me. You may want to read a little bit about the games you're betting on. And sure enough, they, uh, they picked them in a 75% clip. So, Um, Did a lot better this time. Yeah, well,
1: I guess I went 50-50 today looking at actual uh, research that I did for my picks, but that's okay.
0: Well, I mean, you researched, but I I think you were just doing like a a report on the countries. You were doing, you know, culture and foods and diversity stuff.
1: Yeah, I didn't have Croatia winning that. I mean, they just got beaches. They're like a
0: a Italy light. Well, that's why they won. You know? I know. I know. I should because have
1: just against Brazil myself. Brazil
0: is nothing but parties, nothing but beach, nothing but life. We love, we laugh, we love, and we lose, apparently. And then Neymar tears everywhere. Sobbing Neymar is one of my favorite Neymars. Got to say it. I really, I'm a big fan of sobbing Neymar. But regardless, see, we get to have these conversations. Here we are. We're just two guys Having a conversation about the World Cup of Soccer. Two big footy know. fans, you know? We don't really know what's what. This isn't our life, okay? Contrary to popular belief, there's a lot of talk out there. The Kitchen, I do have the top rated uh, international football podcast, uh, but it's not us. So. Broadcast in
1: Espanol. <laughs> Everywhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but we get to do this because of these events, which is really important. I mean, the events allow me to speak to to some of the underlying um, messages that run throughout my art. I think, and and there's a reason that I choose, um, you know, the baseball card as the medium, uh, and and to convey, convey all of this. Yes, I built the narrative around it, and yes, it, I I feel it's important. But I I do think that that this you know idea that we have. Um, absolutely put all of our hopes and dreams into, to a group of 20 year old athletes, uh, at any given season of the year. Uh, wow. <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> having been a 20 year old athlete. <laughs> I know that the hopes and dreams of my country were never, uh, something that were that important. to me.
1: Lindsay and I were watching the game at the end and, uh, I turned to her and said, how weird would it be if like aliens were watching from above and being like, you know, it's the last PK and it just slides right in. They're like, look at the joy at these hundreds of thousands of people. People are crying. People are like cheering. It was just for a ball hitting the back of a net. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, that's that 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 sounds out perfectly. Um, the fact that we I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm not. Old enough where ball players didn't get paid anything. Okay. But back in my day, it wasn't <laughs> this much money available. I mean, it's 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 insane, right? Um, and it's a fascinating thing whether it's athletes or celebrities or monsters. <laughs> Well, the monsters. I think I think we have a few people in the project who would argue that monsters are severely underpaid. Um, and of course, as you know, cat moms sell at a seventy percent uh, discount compared to other premium series. So we have issues there too.
1: We're on sale, baby. <laughs> so let me give you my thought process on the event card. So. Taking the crouton method and looking at
0: the dates. Yes. This, we're gonna, Remember, everybody. We're going to start talking about these paintings and talking about all the little bits and pieces. Of
1: so the first event token is 1971. The second one we see eight years later in 79. And then the third one, we go back in time to 64. So this kind of opens me up to thinking about um, the evolution aspect of this event, right? So like the first event card, I didn't realize that that was a soccer ball like oh, unwrap no oh, did, like i got the hexagons but i didn't realize that you could fold that up and it would actually make a soccer ball like right. i think the second one made me realize that cuz like oh shit look it's the light blues and they're you know you yeah. see them on the ball um i thought that was awesome and then it's actually the first one is in spanish whereas the second one is in portuguese and the third one's in dutch like the titles
0: of- well the first one Okay, 1971. That's yeah. not Spanish. Oh, it's I mean, not. Well, the, the, the title, the title is I'm, I'm on the painting itself. Okay?
1: Oh, yeah. Is that like uh, Russian or something? So what it is,
0: okay, it's it's the the phonetic spelling of the words World Cup, but like there's, if there's look a, the dictionary. I, yeah. Yeah, but I forget. There's a type. There's two different types of phonetic spellings that you can take, and this is one of them. I've forgotten the the name for it, but. It's actually a backwards three. It really it's in, is. It's like, yeah, it really is. So it's like a backwards three, a large uh, carrot, which is the the triangle, right? Yep. Um, and a P, it's like K backwards three. And I saw that and I was like, oh my God, that's right. I for, I'd totally forgotten about it. I didn't, I, uh,
1: the three is indicative of how you would say
0: the, the O oh in that. Yeah, exactly. Ur, ur, yeah, ur, that sounds, right? And so, so that's that's the World Cup, but it's spelled out that way. But then, yes, in the descriptions, I call it uh, the Copa uh, Mundial.
1: Yeah, and I was trying to line it up to actual World Cup dates, but a lot of them are like a year off.
0: Yeah, no. So again, the, you know, by by looking at that, I'm never trying to mimic actual events, right? Because this in, is a
1: fake universe. It,
0: yeah. Right, in in this new reality that we have things are just not quite there.
1: So I was, the reason I was looking was because I was like did Dino somehow call a shot who he thinks like the final four were going to be and I was trying to track it down via languages and I was like, <laughs> motherfucker thought like Netherlands, like either Portugal or Brazil or, you know, Spain or Mexico or something, you know what I mean? Like Doing some detective work before we... Hop so,
0: so just so you know, what I was doing here, okay? And and for those listening, what we're talking about, when he's talking about on the card or he's talking, you know, uh, the description of each painting, the description of each token, right? Um, I, I tend to put things in there. Sometimes it's sort of boilerplate, okay? Depending on what we're, we're looking to do. But certainly in event stuff and things like that. And so what I was doing here... <clears throat> i wanted it to be interchangeable okay i wanted that idea that the world cup the copa mundial the Copa of Monde, the coupe de monde right that they're all the same thing
1: but identity who you want to be
0: and it's project. who you want it's who you, how you want it to play and so even there I'm, I'm mixing up different languages at different times okay i'm also making the reference between spelling things with with threes for the E's, of course You know, instead of saying Mundo, I'll say Moon, M-O-O-N.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I was actually about to comment on that.
0: Shout out to, you know, crypto culture. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I wanted wanted this event to sort of start to blur things together. Well, speaking of the one with two soccer balls, so the round of
1: 16 event token. um, It look, I, I just love the look of the painting itself. Like it's a great landscape painting. But I can also – I love how you left in a piece of the original card. It looks like the almost blurry part of the side of the mountain. It gives it such a crazy effect with, like, the ball players right under, you know, right below the mountain playing that look like Argentina colors. Um, And it just match with the light blue soccer ball. I just think it looks great. Like, the colors together, the light green, the light blue. And with that
0: in the painting, it looks really awesome. So I do, I do like to. It, it's not always possible, depending on what I'm trying to, to evoke. But I, I try to leave in parts of the original card, right? I, I want, I want at a glance for it to look cohesive and and all, all together, right? But I think if you, I want you if you start looking to see, well, oh, this is actually, a part of the original, you know, this is this is not, and that I'm speaking to the idea that you know, these are two realities that are very close. It's like when I talk about persona, I talk about threes, it's the best part of me, right? I'm right there under the surface. The same thing, you know, our past reality, the, whatever that baseball card used to be, it's there, right?
1: Wow, that's a facet I've never really explored in the project where you're painting right over the top of our reality
0: with this new reality.
1: Yeah. But they are very close and they're bleeding in and out of one another.
0: Exactly, and there's there's moments, and so sometimes, you know, sometimes it'll work out, and sometimes I choose a, a, a piece based on the text that's on my, the card itself, right, and it allows me to sort of, you know, if you look, some of them are, are my text, and some of them are the original printed text, and I'll move in and out of it that way, right, um, sometimes it's the image itself, sometimes there's something in the original image that I want to evoke, um, and I might, like you said in that one, you know, only change part of it. Now, here's my question for you: since you sort of, I think, we're headed this way, but when you look at at event token two, right, the the pastoral, uh, you know, greenish uh, mountain, the verdant mountain there, right? Where do you think that is? What what did it what did it, it bring up in you?
1: It made me think of South America. I definitely thought like we we're in,
0: you know, Argentina or Peru or somewhere like that um yeah no i mean i wanted I, I wanted to feel just like that and i it's, it's great because this is a rare i actually painted this one in the bathroom in miami good light a very in horrible i used they had luckily they had like a fancy mirror with the makeup settings yeah yeah and so yeah. i could like make it warmer you know so i i could make the light warm enough to kind of work with but i didn't take a, a, a lighting rig with me i i had paints and i had my my uh canvases but um uh, the, the, it, i painted on like a marble bathroom and i it was higher in fact i was thinking whoever made it there's no way that a woman that wants to use this as a vanity could have it was so poorly constructed like it was way too tall and the mirror was too tall it was just a horrible setup but anyway it's called man I, I, contracting oh yeah, yeah ridiculous <laughs> um but i i managed to like sit on a bunch of pillows, I like moved a chair, a different chair in there. And I stacked a bunch of like couch pillows up to get my ass high enough that I could actually paint on this table. Uh, But it was not, not, not optimum. And I kept getting interrupted, like by the grotto, right? So it took me, but still not that long. I painted for about an hour on it. And then I did about an hour of like finished work. But I threw that together in about two hours, which is a pretty fast painting. Wow. Um, it, meanwhile, like it's only the second time I've ever painted a mountain; uh, the first one being the, the wine bottle for Wagner once Right. Nice callback. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, and so, so it's, it's it's neat because I painted it with everybody around, and when I finished it. I just took it down. We had an LFG, and I literally was handing it to 33s that were around, and they like saw it right there. And all of them were like, oh, that's Argentina. Oh, that's Chile. Oh, oh is, this, is this the is it, are these the Andes, you know? Yeah. No. The funny thing is, I know where that actual photograph on that actual car was taken. Okay. Was I know it? where I know where the setting is for that. Okay. And it's it, it's like an, a magic moment to be that verdant like it's not that green it's the desert it shouldn't be it's a very brown bluff and like but i know it and sure enough it's like in uh phoenix it's in tempe and the rock the omacs live like a half mile it. and so they're excited because like i painted their mountain. they knew they saw it and knew once i said i, I was yeah. like i think you guys might know what that is and then they started guessing and they the green threw them off and I made it very green I like made it even more green than the original card right
1: it's uh it reminds me of a Microsoft uh, background
0: and well, <laughs> the rolling green hills <laughs> the rolling green it's very green yeah. but what I what I was doing there is obviously um, as we can see I'm, I'm, I'm the first step was to the the deconstructed soccer ball right? which is I'm telling you, here we go. We're going to look at this a little differently. Everything that we're going to do here is going to be the same, but but not. Right? So I've made a painting that wasn't my typical subject matter. Okay? I'm surprised that you didn't know what it was right away, but I know other people didn't either. A lot of people thought it was like some sort of molecular setup or something.
1: Well, the other thing it reminds me of, is like a board game. Like okay, we're getting- yeah. But- you know what yeah. i mean like we're about to hop around on some you know on a board
0: but it, you know it's a soccer ball all, all taken apart if you roll it all up it becomes a ball it's one of the balls then it does make its appearance on that second one and then we get a green one as well right Light green there's a light green one uh, and what i wanted to do then, after i said okay we're going to look at things a little differently follow me, trust me, understand that I might take things that you thought you'd understand apart and then redo them, right? Uh, And now we're going to go and visit these different places that are, you know, create and, and, and produce this whole spectacle that we're involved in now, which is the World Cup, right? And so we have, those are like the pompous, you know, Pampas, the, the, the plains and mountains of, of Argentina, right? That's kind of what I was painting in my mind. I mean, it's, again, I just I just sort of made it up and, you know, referenced the, the one half of the mountain that was visible and just sort of completed it. Uh, I, I then changed perspective a little bit because that's not a big, it's not a huge mountain, but I wanted to set it back as though it were, right? And then I imagined some sort of elite soccer academy, uh you know just out in the middle of the bullet where it's like removed from everything so nobody can be you know checking on them and stuff so that's kind of what i I wanted it to be but i love the fact that when i showed it to everybody everybody recognizes being like south america yeah then we have the next one which came out a few days ago right
1: yes the world baker
0: yeah they the baker um by the way, you know, I named all the channels. You don't know this because you're not in all of them, but every channel is named one of the ways of saying the World Cup by the, the eight different languages that have been spoken in.
1: Love it. I am so, in two. So I did know that because I'm in okay. two different groups. But yes, So this painting here, I love that, like, this is the oldest one so far, date-wise. And it's kind of showing, like, the humble beginnings. You know, I'm, I'm practicing on a dirt floor and, like, you see the the clothes hanging up in the background and it's obvious obviously like kind of slummy area of wherever they are and um you know we're seeing different colors in this one right so this is more of a yellowy and orange color orange also being part of the dutch culture as well um i see the through line through that with the the title of
0: the card so can you do you know where that is do you think do you think what what where i'm trying to to evoke there
1: mm-hmm. maybe we're in africa
0: Okay. i mean it, it certainly could read that way there, there's no doubt um, you know what brazil and rio de janeiro in particular has you know they've sort of put their their poverty stacked onto these hills like the favela the favelas yeah exactly. yeah so that's what i was trying to go for there was that idea that it was like stacked above and if you notice it just keeps like even in the background it keeps going up and up and up right oh yeah yeah, so yeah. I, I like the idea of maybe like the soccer field being the the ground like the ground zero and everything up just goes sort of up and out of it right yeah or comes down whichever way you want to look at it but um in the, you know and i i wanted it to be very dusty and very sort of soft focus throughout Right, um, and so I, I worked. Uh, you know, that's obviously it's. There's some weeds and shit, you know, around the the, the there, goal and stuff. There is, but, yeah. You know, you could tell that theoretically there was grass there at some point. You know, um, they played
1: so much goddamn soccer that
0: it's gone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, it's funny though, growing up where I grew up and in, in, in being in the desert, like grass was like this fantasy.
1: Oh, we know you built a video game to mow lawns. <laughs> Your love for lawns is not lost on me.
0: <laughs> but I'm saying as a ball player, like I was laid in my teens the first time I ever played on like a real field where I was like, "Holy shit, this is different cool. cleats." Yeah. Um but but like I played many, many, many years on ball fields that weren't that much better than that favela soccer field, you know. Um, and so, you know, when I, I do that, and then you've got like the lush green of the Argentine like camp, you know. Um, yeah. I just wanted to sort of play with that a little bit. So that's 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 what that's what I'm doing with the with the, the stage tokens, right? Yep. He's looking at, you know, kind of, kind of taking us on a, on a walk through. It's also, you know, very different um, that I'm painting these scenes that don't have you know, people. Them. Right. It's, it's a time and a place
1: all over the world that has been participating in this for a long time. And you can feel that through the history. And I love that the different years all have a very different feel to them, much like the baseball cards would, like just the style of all three of them are different. Um, same thing with the participant tokens. I love that they're all different as well. Um, so this one like we've seen in the past, except I would say that the 71 is different than a lot of the other cards I think you've painted. But I think the other styles I might have seen before, maybe not participant one, the
0: 1990s, a very new card. Yeah. We
1: I mean, don't see I that don't, a
0: lot. No, no, you no. don't. Um the, I, I was—I almost spilled the beans on something. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> so stumbling, I'm, I'm stumbling, bumbling. Oh no, you, you guys haven't seen them. <laughs> <laughs> We're um, in 2004 pretty soon. Um, so 71. I've—I've I've done some 71s before. Um, okay. The—the—the the, the series one subs that Ashley Wicker owns is a 71. Okay. Jim Decker, right? Um, the '71 is actually my favorite set of all time. '1971 Top really? baseball cards is my favorite set. I love that design. I love the everything's in lowercase. Um, I love the black borders. They're they're uh, famously difficult to get in good condition because the black like chipped. Um, and so, like that. Not a problem my, for you. I was <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> uh, but I always found that fascinating. So, um, over time, I'd imagine that we're going to see more settings. It's also like some good photography. there.
1: I really hope that, uh, you know, more people in the grotto start noticing, oh, that's like a 64, like when it comes out and don't really need to look at the date. Myself included, right. like I need more training on that. But like there is like you can tell when certain cards come out, you're like, oh, I've seen that style before in your work because they're the same year and people right. aren't like connecting that yet.
0: Yeah, no, the grotto is very slow to embrace the concept of, of years and passage of time in the project so far, which is okay, but I don't push it. Um, but it's there, I mean, almost every single painting has a year on it, you know? Something to pick away at people. Um, as we get, So let's talk about the participants. Cause first of all, last time we had a one-on-one and by the way, just we, we should have done this at the, at the top but uh, very special thanks to Crouton. He did a great job, didn't he? Oh my God, he did awesome um it was a great know, episode i loved it it was a great episode i listened to it on the plane back uh from miami i really liked it um put me right to sleep so that was nice perfect uh, but it's you gotta you gotta give him super props because it's not easy i i would be nervous about explaining a painter's artwork to that painter while sitting next to him um and having it recorded, and that being the first time that I was ever on a podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My bar is much lower. I can kind of say whatever I want, and I'm usually wrong, and that's okay with me. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but you know, it's, it's we're going to be doing this. I think it's important uh, that we, as as a project, just sort of every once in a while take a step aside from the economics and the utility and and uh, and all of that, and look at the fact that you know I paint everything for a reason right so that said when we last were together I was talking an awful lot about participation you didn't know yet what I was getting at or or what was going to come of it so tell me walk me through what happened when you saw the participant token I was like oh yay yet another gift
1: Um, (laughs) just for doing my job you know just participating and I think I do it not even expecting to get things like this so it was a huge surprise and to know that more are coming now at every stage, it's like, why wouldn't you be participating? Holy shit! Like, you got to get on on this. But I, I love the cards. Him drinking that little juice box is just hilarious. And we'll get to the other ones too. But I didn't know yeah, what. Let's, let's was. Go through,
0: let's go through the first one.
1: Yeah. Oh my god! That oh, he's got like a you know a participant ribbon on. He's just he's there. He showed up. <laughs> I'd like to get an explanation on the LS Feeds hat, though, so are these just people on the farm that are just getting participant trophies, or are they what are no, they doing? I,
0: I, I think this this uh, gentleman plays for a team that is sponsored by LNS Feeds. Okay. a green team okay. A green wow. team sponsored by LNS Feeds. I just thought I just thought it would be first of all, I'm looking at this guy. I painted him very young, right? Um, I you know it's got a little bit different uh, style to uh, as far as the the type of painting that I'm doing on it. You know, it's I don't know, kind of like a little more. Uh, what's the word? Illustrative. Yeah, it's like oh. um. Yeah, it's cartoony kind of. A little, little bit. It's right? it's
1: less of the realism that we see in other cards. It's more of like this guy's a character of someone.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And. And there's a, there's a couple reasons to that some I don't need to go into necessarily, but um, it's also not the first time I've done it i I, right. you know, I, I, I do like to mix in uh, especially just like in a in a bass series or something like that to throw something in you know the one that i I've, that I painted the same style it, if you go back to um, uh, cardinali okay? yeah don't the, say it. don't say it I'll tell you exactly yeah. who it is. It is
1: Ray Washburn.
0: Yeah, Ray Washburn and Ken Boyer. Ken Boyer, yep, okay. Ray Washburn's a little different in that there's a lot of weird shadow shit going on in Ray Washburn, like a lot, right? And so it's not so much that he's painted sort of minimally the way that I did you know, Ken Boyer, okay as much as there's a very little light available in that setup and he's got his big you know wide-brimmed uh i forget the name uh no whatever they were sombrero for Sombrero, yeah you know he's got that and it's and he's sort of coming into the light a little bit and he's sort of back so so some of that is that i sort of softened a little bit what i mean that i wasn't going like uh like cartoonies, you said, okay. right? Like, like illustrative. That I was more going like very soft, uh, like early, you know, Renaissance stuff. Like, okay. Like not, okay. You know, before we were quite there, I just wanted to sort of play it like that's a sort of old technique there. That's what I was, okay. That was my approach. But I will say that with Ken Boyer and then with, there's a coders too. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I'm not
1: even going to take a guess anymore. I'm wrong too often now.
0: Also a 71. It's another oh, really? one
1: Yeah. Well, now I want to guess.
0: And this one you should know. You even know who, who I'm like.
1: I got to scroll through. These are the coders you
0: said? Yeah.
1: I'm a little high, so I just got to
0: look. <laughs> yeah, but for a
1: change. Yeah, something new. Um. hmm. Oh, I was about to say uh, open, but that's not him. It's uh, (laughs) it's Rod. Rod, exactly. Rod Gaspar, right? He looks like gonna have a comic strip, or
0: like a news anchor. So, so yeah, so so anyway, the I've played with this style before. Okay but there's also something to be said um, about sort of pulling it out from the rest. It allows it to sit, you know, like you're, you keep going back to Congress, which I don't even think of as as I was painting, but it makes some sense. Right. But I feel like they, so like the new one that came out tonight, literally 10 minutes before we got on the air. Right. That I I minted. Um, Same thing. Like I, I use, a lot less uh, brushwork to get me there, right? Um, I just sort of hint at lines and hit the shadows and, and things. Um, but because I want this to feel like it's like we're referencing a story, we're, we're telling a story. This isn't like you know, if you look now, we can see that they, you know, may be on a team together, right? These participants, not, yeah. These participants, right? And, and so, you know, talk to me about these last two that, that you got. So we, <laughs> we had orange P.L.T. slash rally
1: cap, which is what a fucking combo. And I mean, you painted him with the fucking orange in his mouth. He's holding two other oranges. It's funny. If you didn't know that this was like a common pose in certain baseball cards, it would look like like a Don Pavlich, I think, uh, has a similar one in that pose. Um, it looks like 1974. Like that grass, I can smell 1974. (laughs) And I love that you didn't do a full background on this. It was just like, I'm going to paint the character versus the last one was a full card painting.
0: Yeah. But even there, like what I did, you know, one of the reasons that I would do something like that, like I did on, on the first participant, right? I want to get out anything that's distracting from my story. Right. Right. Whereas I felt that here, the background on that particular card, the original card that actually went right along with my narrative.
1: It looks just like, uh, you know, LS feeds would sponsor
0: them. Like they play on a farm. So this is another one where other than the background, I left some other parts in that, I'm, you know, I, you're probably not going to capture, even on that scan. I mean, you might, if you if you enlarge it, you might be able to see.
1: What's on his shirt?
0: Okay, well, on his shirt, it's supposed to be nearly illegible, but if you get it in close on it, you should be able to figure it out. Trying to. It's, it's you know, it's, it's ruffled and rumpled and, and buried in the shadow, so you shouldn't really be able to see it. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I'm a dummy. No, you're not a dummy at all. Like I said, it's it's not meant for it to be easy to see, but it's a it says L and S.
1: Oh well, yeah. Well, now that you say it, I can see it. Yeah. What else am I supposed to see here? So what's I mean, the rally cap in. is great. The
0: you know inside out hat is Thank probably you. difficult yeah. to paint. Um. Do you see what part of him's not painted? Uh, his um sleeves, right? His sleeves, right? Yeah, yeah. I did notice no. that. And now, and what's he wearing? Blue jeans. (laughs) So, now, true story. Okay. I can't, I can't go too deep into this, but my first year of playing um, organized baseball when I was eight. Okay. uh, I wore jeans every day. I wore my shirt that, that they gave me and my cap that they gave me, and I wore jeans in my like, uh, Pro Wings uh, shoes from Kenny Shoes, which is the people in the West would get that reference. Poor people's shoes. Uh, but, Give me a ballpark
1: date range of when you switched from denim to linen.
0: <laughs> uh, I can tell you when that was. was uh, ballpark, March 1st, 1993. <laughs> the
1: day I discovered
0: linen. Yeah. Uh, and about a week later, I um, I was uh, uh, I was in Phoenix, okay. I had had my appendix out and had to miss my season, my baseball season. Yada yada yada. I just go moved to Phoenix for like six weeks with my best friend, uh, and we just went to spring training games and went golfing every day, and we lived in a Marriott courtyard. <laughs> we were sixteen, and somehow i don't even i i mean i put it on a family credit card uh and like you know did that we were there for six fucking weeks um oh my god just living this fucking life and literally like going to ball games going hanging out with i had a bunch of friends that played you know professional ball but going to those hanging out with them and when we weren't golfing often with them we would just golf and go to spring training day in day out okay um And about two weeks into this uh, lifestyle, this is my first bout with the lifestyle, uh, (laughs) ran out of clean underwear. So I just said, well, now I don't wear underwear. Here we are 27 years later. I don't even own a pair of underwear. Linen city. I love it. Yeah. Linen and no underwear is what, that's how God made us.
1: I also love the shoes. Thank you. I in the the color pop on those too the little blue and the little burgundy on there. I'd buy them. They're they're pretty sweet. (laughs) It's a it's
0: a play on like the early early Reebok stuff. I can see that. Yeah, Um, like the low top low top Reeboks. I
1: love the um, leaving in the background right because it's almost got this pointillism look to it,
0: where it's just
1: pixelated
0: yeah well that's just how if you zoom in on any any baseball card you know if you take a loop to one you can see the the offset printing right um and so that does it plays out when i leave those in but the reason so we've got them dressed in reeboks blue jeans with a torn knee in it which is my signature back in those days i didn't own a pair of pants that didn't have ripped out knees not because i was cool because i was poor right um I remember finding out years later that you could put patches on them. I'm like, what the Jesus? How did that? <laughs> uh, so there, there's, uh, you know, the jeans, the tucked in jersey into the jeans. <laughs> okay. And the team is obviously a green team. Right? We see the green, uh, you know, uh, rally cap turned inside out. You can see the the, you know, uh, the crown would be green, uh, the green T-shirt, and of course this this guy wears a he's fine wearing a rust colored uh, undershirt.
1: Well, it's like a it looks like a collared shirt. It's like coming out of the top of his jersey.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he doesn't even bother to coordinate the colors. Oh, no, so just to me, he that's, got
1: off work and
0: threw the jersey on exactly exactly so that's exactly what i was going for here right this guy is participating He just participated. (laughs) come on guys his mom was the one that brought the orange peels (laughs) yeah which is why he had them during the game
1: right (laughs) he was eating them in the minivan on the way
0: (laughs) which brings us to the
1: third participant card which is my favorite and the only one i don't own right now i'm trying to source one But this painting, hats off to you, man. Like, the stars all over the face and then the shadow of the brim of the hat on the face just looks awesome. And with the, you know, leaving the recesses of the eyes there where, I I don't know, it's almost like it's not even a person. It's just all of the stars. Like, the person's actually not there. It's just a shell of gold stars. And then the, the great job in all caps, like, Fuck yeah, great. Just thumbs up, you asshole. Just participate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, you that's the that's exactly the reaction I would want from this piece. I was a little, <laughs> a little sad that a couple of our Gen Z kids in the grotto today didn't know what gold foil stars were.
1: Hey, you get a gold star. You did something that you were supposed to do at school, nothing just above so- and
0: beyond, just, just par for the course. <laughs> So you guys understand uh, someday maybe we'll go into this because this is some little threes lore. Okay. Let's just say I had a good six-year run where my entire life was built on those fucking stars. I was the I best believe- there ever was at those stars. The best there ever was. You collected the shit out of those gold stars. I was, the best. I was the best. They could, they could, they didn't even have a system in place to keep up with the amount of stars that I got. Uh, and I'm not talking the little ones, I never even got a little one. I'm talking the big ones, and I had so many of them, they had to like reinvent the tracking system. They were just giving you constellations. <laughs> <laughs> so, to me, there's two things that I did here, right? The gold star, great job, is just like the ultimate in participation, right? It really is. You know, but I imagine this fucking doofus getting a hold of like I found where the stars are. <laughs> right. Oh, I got all the gold stars. <laughs> and, then, and then papering himself in gold stars.
1: The hair's fucking great. I love the hair. Uh, same team. LNS yep. sponsorship. Just a participant. <laughs> and is this uh, is that Korean script in the
0: description? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I've, I've read some menus
1: in. in my life <laughs>
0: <laughs> with some threes thrown in for good measure.
1: Yes. Oh, well, I love these participant tokens. I got to get my hands on the gold star, like I, which is hilarious to say out loud. I need that fucking gold
0: star, man. <laughs> hey, I feel you. I understand it. I will say one thing. And this is this is what I'm talking about throughout. I had a lot of conversations last week in Miami. Um, because obviously I've been harping on it for months, and that's when I tend to do that, eventually that becomes something that we start talking about naturally, right? But everybody who came down to Miami legitimately came down to step into their persona and to live that out, and to participate, right? A part of that is where we sort of start to blur all of the lines, okay, uh, between what is my broader narrative, like I always say, I know the ending, right? I know where we're going, okay? With the idea that, hey, as this becomes a truly interactive, cooperative engaged, participated project where the collectors start taking on roles and taking on, you know, reasons to be here. It starts to move in and out of the path that I know it's on and the path gets creative. So <clears throat> Friday night, last Friday night in Miami, I revealed, I minted and dropped into everybody's wallets, the participant, the first one, the juice box. Immediately, the Grotto called it the juice box. So that's kind of what it should be called. We should just refer to it as the juice box, right? And Looch was at the table when it unlocked, okay? And it was Looch and, and Beer, and um, I mean, there were a bunch of people were there. This was like hopping, right? But I, I it seems to me there was one other person like between them, but Looch was giggling so hard during the reveal, okay? And they were loving it. Every there's of a certain age you get that juice box reference. It's a high C
1: in my mind.
0: It's a it, it's a, yeah, exactly. It's a high C. I mean, I we were poor. And so they were like low low Es or whatever, <laughs> okay? But from the Kroger whatever you guys said. <laughs> okay. But that that idea of there were people that just went for the juice boxes. One hundred percent. We, we all know those. We it. know that. We know those people. Okay. And so Luke was giggling so much, and he was like, "Oh, Threes, please tell me there's going to be an orange slices, because that's the next progression. Is one week you would get the juice box, and the and the you know, and the next week you would get the juice, the orange slices. And, and so um, out of that." That's where I, I had to. I had to then include the orange slices. But we we have this more and more as the grotto really understands it, and as the collectors step into it, and it becomes the reality for them. Then it's only natural that that reality gets worked and represented as it evolves, and you become a part of it. And be, you know all of these things, all of these shared experiences, and these in real life moments. Starts to shape the overall narrative, you know? The, the, the interaction that we have during the day in the grotto, okay, the LFGs, this is why we say it's important to be at LFGs, okay? Not just so that you know what's happening tomorrow and what to do, but because it, it starts building out the culture, building out the project, referencing things. There's gonna come a point down the road, okay? Just like we were talking about last week with the, the parade that I painted that for you guys. There's things in there and there's there's a way of, of seeing the world that only the grotto will get, okay? There's going to be so much of my work that comes out down the road, which will in- entirely and directly be influenced by the collectors.
1: Right, you want to be involved in that. Like, these are inside jokes that you're building and then get represented in these cards down the road that you should have been
0: there you know like you're part of it i'm gonna t- i'm gonna tell a story and just so you understand I, I, I look i've hinted at it now let's let's be honest here okay when i started playing baseball i was already a bowling champion i okay. started playing baseball because my bowling partner was like hey i'm gonna go play baseball I'm like, all right, I'll go play baseball with you. But I was older than most of the kids that were starting out, okay, which actually worked with benefit. But I I had no idea. That's why I showed my first year, I showed up in jeans and fucking pro wings, okay? I, I should have been a participant at best. Turns out I was a hell of a ball player, okay? So it got a little derailed there, right? But deep down, I was always just a participant. So even though my time where I wasn't like the star on the team was very short, OK, later on, and this is what I reference in, and this is why I'm bringing it up. Later on, when I go to school uh, to play my college ball, um, my first year there, we, we had this remarkable setup where half of the entire team were freshmen. Okay. Which is, it normally doesn't play that way. It just happened as one of those moments where, you know, people leaving and people getting hurt and whatever, all of a sudden half of the team were freshmen. And so our our head coach decided that he would automatically every game, every play double headers. And every day there was a double header, automatically one of those games would be started by nothing but freshmen. Now there could be freshmen starting on the other game as well, right? I happen to play both sides, right? Yeah. But it meant that there was always a time where where you're, you're playing, all the new guys play, right? What this means is sometimes I would actually sort of sit out the freshman squad to let somebody else play one of my positions, okay? So for the first time since I was eight years old, okay, I'm like on the bench, just participating which is is participating (laughs) one of my favorite things to do okay for whatever reason that particular year it would change year to year but we as a team collectively decided that we couldn't play games if we didn't have Reese's peanut butter cups like we fucking ate the shit out of Reese's for like a while right so the clubhouse had to always be stocked in Reese's always needed fucking Reese's always you weren't you're just constantly eating Reese's well, the clubhouse from the dugout was like the dugouts where the dugout would be in a baseball field, but the clubhouse is down in the opposite corner. You would like go out the way down to the outfield, way down the line. And that's where the Reese's were kept. So <laughs> if I ate my Reese's right away, I would have to walk 500 feet to <laughs> go get more and then walk 500 feet back. Okay. So I decided, wait a second, everybody here loves Reese's which means everybody has Reese's in their pocket, which means I would go stand next to everybody. And while we were cheering on the the team that was on the field, I would pickpocket their Reese's (laughs) and then I would eat their Reese's in front of them. That was my move. And then I would put the empty wrapper back in their pocket. And I would do this eight times during the game to the extent that they finally was like, you got to start threes. You can't (laughs) <laughs> he's destroying he's destroying community culture in here.
1: He's eating all the Reese cups.
0: So if you look at the first participant painting.
1: That's what's sticking out of his pocket. I was gonna ask sticking you. Out of his pocket. Get the fuck out of there. That's awesome. Get out.
0: What a cool little nod there to your own history. Yeah, so there's a lot of that. I mean, I've said this from the beginning, you know, there's a lot of me and those X's. A <laughs> couple of cat moms, too. <laughs> the best part of me has been in those cat moms. <laughs> um, all right. Well, look, I, I appreciate this. And I hope everybody enjoys this. I, um, I want us, uh, you know, we're, we're doing all right. Let, let's put it this way you know, we, we don't talk about the money side of it anymore, but Joan of Arcs are consistently selling above 66. We'll talk about 200 X. Okay. Um, everything will have its moment. Safe to say. We're doing all right. I mean, all of these tokens are doing so well right now. And hey, yeah, you, and for- you, you could have bought them yourself. All you had to do was was, was burn a few uh, uh, Judy's, which you got plenty of. Now, does anybody still think that the moment the World Cup is over... Oh, well, who needs event tokens?
1: Who needs my flag?
0: Oh, flags are dead. Event tokens are dead. Yeah, because, I don't know, there's not like two events just around the corner, are there? Just saying. Come on, guys. I can't do it. I would love to. I, I would love it if none of you were here and I just played the game all by myself.
1: You had 200 wallets and you can just play the game the way Basilda did. Maybe I'm Basilda. Ooh. Ooh, that would be a fun uh, mystery to, to somehow put into the cards.
0: Um, all right. Well, thank you. And we'll do this. We'll, we'll walk through some more of these pains. It, ma- it matters. It, it matters to me that you guys and I love... Uh, Kitch didn't know. You didn't have a week to prep. No, these just I came out. You, yeah, I told you, like, no, obviously, some of them just came out, but I even just told you, what, like, 45 minutes or an hour before?
1: Oh, yeah, what we were going to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to the evolutions of the flags.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, boy. I learned another lesson. You got a you lot know. of painting to do. <laughs> no, I do. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm getting much closer. They're going to be, I think... I don't like to put myself on schedules anymore. But no, they're don't say they're it. coming. But there's um I learned my lesson again of uh I was like, well, there's no way Spain isn't going through the course. So I'll just paint. I was just in the mood to paint Spain. I painted the the, the more effort Spain. And I'm like, oh now I'm gonna paint a high effort Spain. Yeah. Don't you need them? Dino says to me today, he's like, Aren't you fucking glad you didn't paint Brazil? I'm like, Yeah, fucking seriously. Glad especially with what I was going to do for it. Thank, now I'm like, oh, thank God, Croatia, because now I don't have to paint that motherfucker. I'd love to see the Spain one someday that you just <laughs> and pay it up for no good reason. Dino's like, you got to do something with that. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. He's like, oh, is it just going to be like lost flags? And I'm like, well, we have another event in four years. We can just fucking wait for that. But there's a couple. So don't forget. Don't forget. A lot, of, even, a lot of people don't pay attention to this. I gave away the commemorative flags mm-hmm. to the top, top holders, right? Mm-hmm. Took the picture of the original 32. In that picture, Germany is wrong. From memory, I painted Germany incorrectly. Got a couple of DMs. Okay? Not only Germans, but yes, one German was like, uh, pardon me. Uh, so... <laughs> So uh, I corrected that. And now, like, when I went and minted Germany, uh, Germany's correct. Oh. So I have... <laughs> I'm going to show you the old German. Hold on. Oh, I think I, If I had to, like, I think I know exactly. It's just right here in the studio. But if not, then this is going to be boring. But uh, I'm going to show you the original. <laughs> Thank God.
1: Yes. <laughs> so I see one of them is in the 333 burn wallet. I was wondering what's up. Yeah, there's
0: supposed to be more of them. Seven of them said that they're burning for the corrected. Oh, okay. Only, oh, only one of them, I gave them the option. Yeah. So you're going to do an A and a B? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> what's wrong with it?
0: <laughs> that's not the right order of stripes. <laughs> You swapped the red and the black? Black, red, and yellow.
1: Oh, damn. So you can't even like flip it upside down. Oh, no, no.
0: Like I did with Poland yeah. and. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Whose flag is that? The, I don't know. It's Germany with the three, apparently. <laughs> so maybe this ends up in Lost Flags, Deep Cuts. I'd love to see it. All right. Um... Next week we'll talk some more. We'll we'll have wrapped up the World Cup. It'll be very exciting. I can't fucking wait, man. It's been a hell of a hell of a tournament. Yeah, it's look, like I said, it asks a lot. Think about it. Here we are. We're uh two full weeks into this thing. Or is it three now? Jesus. It's gotta be three. This is at I'm, least the I'm third three. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, we're, we're uh, 19 days into this, and we've only had two days off.
1: And it goes for another week at least. Yeah, uh-huh. a lot more than March Madness.
0: A lot more March Madness, and a lot more involved. So I really appreciate everybody doing it, and I appreciate everybody stepping up. And let's real quick, let's talk about this. It's amazing to me to watch the Grotto get it when I say, "Look." Yes, it's a 66 Tez Joan of Arc. That's what they're going for. So if you don't have one and you want one to burn, you got to pay that. But the majority of people got them either originally for 0.333, later on for three, later on for six, later on for nine. For almost a year, you, you didn't, never paid more than nine for those things. Okay. And so don't worry about what they're worth. If you need to worry about those things, think about what you spent on them. And then think about, all right, so I'm willing to do this because I didn't, I don't we're not mess that much. Yes, they're worth a lot. If you're worrying about what they're worth right now, that only bothers you if you're going to sell it. If you're going to sell it, you should sell it. Take your profit. People want to buy them, right? But if you're not going to sell it, just... Participate, be a part of it. And so I believe, and I'll leave you with this. I believe that, look, I'm not making, I'm not selling the participant pieces. I'm not selling the event tokens, right? Well, this should pretty good work. I'm putting a lot of effort into these paintings because I feel that rewarding that participation, rewarding you guys getting it, and going, OK, yes, quote unquote, this this is worth XYZ Tez, right? But no, it's the participation in the project, the evolution of the project, being a part of that, is worth far more. Plus, I, I'm only in on it a couple bucks. Great. Now you got it. Now we're there. So I get to paint all sorts of great things for you, and really, you get to enjoy them, and, and it's so much more fun. And Maybe I fucking paint one of your goofy ideas into it, Looch. <laughs> Mark slices for everybody. Hell yeah. Right. Good closing yeah. remarks there. Thank you, Kitch. We'll see you next week. I'll see you on Monday, too. Have a great
1: weekend, everybody.